one of you is the monster. Monster? They're British, you know. Hello, I'm Chris Denton. And I'm Paul Monk. And we are a very British horror. And a happy Halloween, everybody. If you're listening on launch day, happy Halloween. Yep, spooky Halloween, everybody. Paul, what are we going to be talking about on this Halloween day? You've mentioned Halloween quite a bit. So we're going to be talking about a Halloween special of Inside Number Nine, which is called Deadline. Yes, absolutely. Deadline. So let's have a little bit of a rundown of what Inside Number Nine is. It's a recap. Um, for, the, for the one person that doesn't watch it. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know how widely it travels and <laughs> whether it um, has attracted the attention of horror fans. I mean, some horror fans, yes. But, but Inside Number Nine, the first thing is it's not actually a horror program. It's, no. it's essentially an anthology of one-act plays, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I think that's the best way to describe it. And um, it's written and performed by Reese Shearsmith and Steve Pemberton, who were two of the four League of Gentlemen. And it's their longest running ever thing, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's up to six seasons have been broadcast and the seventh season has now been complete. Um, yeah. So we did previously cover... The Christmas special, the Christmas episode of Inside <laughs> yep. Number Nine, and that was the Devil of Christmas. And I can't remember what I said. <laughs> I can't remember anything. You probably I said. like. You probably liked it. So. I'm sure I liked it. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I did like it, but I, pro- I might have just said everything I've just said again <laughs> on, on that one. Apologies um, if there's any repetition there, but you know, it's nice to have a recap. And if you haven't, for any reason. Um, watched Inside Number Nine. I really do recommend it. It's an eclectic selection, and it's multi-award winning. And you know, not just the horror episodes, but but there's usually a horror episode. So the the, the, the seasons of six, and and usually one of them is a horror episode. So I, I, I would say that the 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 a lot of the episodes are horror tinged. So there's there's normally, like you said, at least one that's an outright horror. I would say that quite a few of them sort of uh, skim the surface of horror a little bit. Oh, I think or, I think that's absolutely right. And they have they, they, there's they they all have have twists. I mean, I think it's a bit like a um, it's like a modern day good version of Tales of the Unexpected. And uh, indeed, in Deadline, uh, I think it's Reese Shearsmith. He, he gives the concept of Inside Number Nine, which is like comedy with twists. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he says. Although um, comedy is more just because th- th- they're known as League of Gentlemen. And this is half hour like like a comedy episode w- would be. Although, to be honest, um, although there are some funny lines, you would not, and there are some out and out comedy episodes, you, you, yeah. you wouldn't say that this was a comedy anthology any more than it's a horror anthology. It's, no, but I, I think I think that's the thing. I think it, it's difficult. I think it's just. I think that maybe the BBC have found it difficult to place it in any particular yeah. category. So that's yeah, right. they, they've gone for comedy just on the basis that that's what they've done before. Well, that's absolutely right. I think I think you're correct. And actually, um, I, I was looking at the viewing figures, and they're not 
tremendously impressive. But this is for the the discerning viewer, not not the mass audience. I think. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but um, it, but it's not high budget. It's um, generally speaking, it takes place in each each episode takes place in one location, yeah. and and that location is something number nine. So number nine house or or in this case um studio nine isn't it yeah um and like boat nine and train carriage nine and all sorts of things but, but basically as someone who used to live in a house that was num- number nine um that was a slightly freaky thing like if you live at number nine you're going to die in a horrible way <laughs> That's a... I, do, I do think the um i do think my favorite um use of the inside number nine is um in in the episode the referee's a wanker <laughs> excuse my language <laughs> no that's but the immature think... content warning sorted then <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a dressing room isn't it so uh, oh the peg is the locker is it the locker that's number nine i don't know but i th- i think there's a, a football player who's also number nine oh of course yeah of course. <laughs> <laughs> no that is good yeah Oh, that oh, makes yes. sense if you've watched that episode. So it does, yeah, yeah. That is, yeah. I know, yeah. I know. Now I know what you mean. But, yeah, but we, won't, we won't, we won't spoil that. <laughs> no, uh, no. Anyway, um, maybe we should just give a brief rundown of what the concept is for the Halloween special for Deadline because it's it's a little bit unusual. Okay, so what what they decided to do for this episode was do a live episode. Yep. So uh, in 2018, wasn't it? It was 2018. Yes. So it was. It was just before Halloween. Uh, so it yeah. wasn't actually broadcast on the day. And, and again, Rishi Smith mo- moans about that a little bit. So he couldn't even <laughs> couldn't even put it out, out on the real Halloween. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm not actually sure whether any of it is really live. But it, it's it, certainly it is live. Ah. Yeah. So I've I've, I've watched a. Uh, question and answer session at the BFI so it was done live and the reason you can tell it's done live there's a bit where well I'll explain a bit later I don't know if you want to explain the concept well, is it... they, they switch channels and the channel they switch to is actually oh. showing what was on the channel oh yeah the that, that absolutely do yeah and so, Reese sends a tweet and he really sent it and he <laughs> did really send the tweet yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so the concept is like you said it's a live special and this normal episode of Inside Number 9 starts there's yeah. some old guy played by Steve Pemberton who's found some old found mobile old phone, phone in a graveyard and it rings and it leads him to meet the vicar who's um, Rich Shearsmith yeah but then then the episode all starts to go wrong there are sound problems yeah. So yeah, the sound cuts out a couple of times, and then you get an announcer saying, "Oh, we're really sorry," and then it um, tries to go back, and there's more sound problems. And then the announcer yeah. says, "Oh, I'm sorry, we can't do that." And then then it says, well, "We're going to show an old episode of um, Inside Number Nine instead." Yeah. And uh, so then it starts showing the very first episode, or not, no, not no, second episode, second episode. Yeah, the silent, quiet, one. a quiet night in. Yeah, with Dennis Lawson and. Um, but then there's a kind of jump scare moment in that <laughs> that yeah. wasn't there before. And, yeah. and, and then it cuts to um, Reese and Steve in their dressing room, essentially. And oh, then, this then, is their sort of CCTV kind of yeah. camera. And, and from there, you, you, you get kind of uh, 
purported to be real of them um, not knowing what's going on and then tweeting yeah. and then apparently Mark has WhatsApped them to say, you know, you were on telly. And, yeah. um, <laughs> um, uh, and we've got Stephanie Cole, who's on our yeah, yeah. crew and stuff have all disappeared. But Stephanie Cole, who's the guest star in the episode, um, she's just hanging around on her own on, on, on set. Yeah. And so this is... Yeah, well, um, and this is the first thing that's, that's interesting, right? Because they've done this before. Reese and, and Steve have played themselves before. Um, they've done this kind of meta thing. Yeah. Um, and, and they did it in the League of Gentlemen movie where yeah. it was extraordinarily not successful. Um, I, well, and you may like I, League, League of Gentlemen. I, I like that movie. I think it's good. But uh, I, I really didn't engage with it there. And um, but this, right, I'm going I'm to cross that off our list. <laughs> oh, was that no, no? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just just the way they they did it there because they they um, yeah, in, in that movie they're actually quite unsympathetic because yeah, yeah. The, the league characters that, that break into reality are the the, the sympathetic characters there. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. would say that here they're, they're they're sort of more playing themselves. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I know in this this bit they they there was a little bit of ad lib sort of dialogue. I think in this section, yeah. and then that adds to the the naturalism, doesn't it? Yeah, and and then it gets you know really quite creepy because um, the and and the continuity announcer seems to get uh, killed. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we get we get some audio of that and we get some clips of and certainly these are real clips of yeah. programs that purport to tell the story of the haunting of granada studios where they are it's not just studio nine but yeah. the whole complex yeah. and, and um this so, is kind so, of a so mixture get... of reality and well real clips and then uh, a kind of a a fictional story interwoven in, in yeah. yeah so so the, the real clips are from um i forget what the show was called now but it was a show in which bobby davrow was put into um these kind of like stocks things which were, weren't fastened to the ground properly oh yeah and he falls over and, and apparently he, he broke his nose and uh yeah and, and a couple of other injuries apparently that's a that was never broadcast in the actual programme, but it was um, apparently put in every single BBC health and safety training film after that. And it's also got um, Jim Bowen and Lionel Blair in it. So it's yeah. a bit weird. <laughs> I can't remember what the, the programme's called. It's uh, something like really Public remember. Enemy Number 1, isn't it? I'm just, something like that. I'm just and then the other clip is, is from Most Haunted, where they actually did an investigation into uh, the, the supposed haunting of um, Granada Studios. Um, apparently, this, this that program was where some of the idea for this came from. I think Steve Pemberton had watched it and remembered remembered this this idea. That, that program is called Streeping. Public Enemy Number One, by the way. Yeah. So um, yeah, so he he remembered seeing this, this sort of most haunted episode about Granada Studios and, and Coronation Street being haunted and. Uh, and there was another notable person in that clip, wasn't there? There was. 
you want to say? You're a massive fan of the Battersea Poltergeist and yes. the, the the role of the sceptical paranormal investigator in, in that podcast is played by? Uh, Kieran O'Keefe. Yeah. And, and yeah, so you were quite excited. <laughs> so it's good to call Well, I, I recognised him in that clip. And so I did actually tweet him and say, was that you in there? Did you know they were going to put it in there? And he didn't. And it is him. <laughs> so he didn't know he was in it? No, not until he saw. Not until he saw it. I don't think he. Oh, okay. Not until not, he knew yeah. before you tweeted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be a bit of a surprise. Um, and there is um, also some stuff about uh, a like a sound engineer who who got um, unwell and and killed himself. Isn't there a guy called yeah, Alan? Yeah. And, and um, also something about a plague pit and then found, found finding thousands of bodies. Um, that's that's from, yeah, so that's from the Most Haunted episode. So that, really? that, that's, actually, that's actually part of that. Oh, okay, that, that's pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's apparently one of the things that they found out on that, which is, again, also nicely fed into it. There's an interesting fact that they uh, they... They're not actually filming in Granada Studios. Aren't they? No. So the idea was is that, and, and um, the public enemy number one wasn't filmed in Granada Studios, but it was, it, so they've kind of fudged a few things. <laughs> but um, yeah, they were originally going to film in Granada Studios. And then I think something happened where they, end, and the time when they were actually, were going to use it, that it, it got, uh, it was either being refurbished or something was happening to it. And so they had to um, scrabble around and, and find a, another studio. So I can't remember which studio they're in, but it's not Granada. Well, I mean, well, the other the other clip as well is um, thingy Tony Wilson reporting on. Oh um, yeah, the uh, fire. There was a the fire. fire yeah, for Jewel we, in the Crown. Yeah, and that was a real was, event. Which was a real event. Yeah, and, and so following on from this, uh, you know, really quite well done montage of real and embellished. Um, the the phone the phone rings, doesn't it? And Stephanie Cole answers it and yeah. says, "Hello, who's there?" And it's Alan, and we know this Alan is yeah. is, is, is dead. And and yeah. then um, you, I think um, I think it's Reese goes and speaks to her a little bit, and she's completely shell shocked because of what Alan said to her, and, yeah. and then. <laughs> he says, "Oh, I'll go and get you a cup of tea or something." And, and when he's away, she she slits her throat. Ah, <laughs> so, uh, I, I I think that bit's really well done because she she starts she goes into a little sort of monologue, doesn't she, about where she's clearly sort of being a bit possessed by by the ghost, and then the slitting of the throat happens. They cut back to the dressing room with Reese and Steve, and so they're talking about how Stephanie comes a bit. Should have got Pam Ferris, they say. Yeah, <laughs> so she's a bit rubbish and her accent's rubbish and she's been a bit weird. And, and, and all the time she's on the, the TV screen in their dressing room in the background, um, slitting her throat. Which oh, yeah. Is fantastic. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that, that is really, really well done. And, yeah. and Stephanie Cole, who um, is, is an actor who I've watched for years in the sitcom Waiting for God with Graham yeah. Crowden as well. And, and I really like that. 
It's quite an admission. <laughs> I watched a lot of um, 80s sitcoms. I really did. Um, you know, I get excited uh, when I see Reese Dinsdale tweeting because I yeah. remember Home to Roost so fondly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we don't, we don't do a podcast about that, thankfully. But I do like a lot. I did, well, I did at the time like a lot of those. <laughs> anyway it's nice to see stephanie cole <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> um and i guess there are some creepy i think we should say that um you get like um you, the ghosts in the shop you don't quite know whether you've seen them or not that effect yeah, yeah. And, and of course you know it starts and to become also- very clear what the major influence is <laughs> that, 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 on, on this because you know we've seen yeah. something pretty similar before i mean not the same i'm not saying it's a ripoff but you can see what the big influence is kind of you can although they claim that that was only an influence with uh, where they position the ghosts uh, and things in the background but not a, a sort of influence on the uh, well, yeah, the whole concept of the program. I mean, I, sometimes you have to be quite circumspect, don't you? Because you don't want to get sued. But this is ghost. Yeah. This is this is a, <laughs> a homage to pastiche of Ghostwatch. Yeah, Ghostwatch, which yeah. Uh, we covered again, again previously, very famous. You know, you, you, uh, that was similarly uh, a Halloween live special hoax thing. Although the BBC Act did chicken out. Uh, and so they actually broadcast it as a screen one special, but but it was intended as a proper hoax. Um, and that was a, um, a ghost story. And, and that had the same kind of, although it was set, it was set partly in a studio and partly in a haunted house and it had pipes and you see the, yeah. uh, exactly like you, you say, the, the, the way that the pipes is, um, fleeting appearances edge of shot uh, peripheral vision is exactly what you start to get here with multiple ghosts because i think the idea yeah. is these are the ghosts of the plague pit or whatever those yeah yeah <laughs> um and so uh reese and steve start to get more and more freaked out don't they um yeah and they 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 end up um down in some electrical bit, don't they? Some dark uh, like janitor's storage area or, or something. Yeah. And there's a I bit mean, of... Well, lots goes on, doesn't it? So, like, they, they, they realise that I think that the crew have gone. There's lots of yeah. panning shots of various things, uh, you know, various, like the gallery, um, all, all that sort of thing. Yeah, and we don't know what's happened to them, but probably... No. The, Apparently, the the director has had to very sneakily um, get some shots of the gallery because you're generally not allowed to, to. It's like sort of BBC rules that you're not allowed to shoot uh, up in the gallery, on, especially on sort of multi-cam studio things. So apparently that was done a bit sneakily. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but it's kind of really necessary to give it a yeah, kind of yeah. authentic kind of kind kind of feel um but then um steve pemberton gets electrocuted uh, yeah. and um, the lights all go out and um rich is running around and he he's, panics yeah, yeah running around in panic because his character um he's still in costume as the vicar who's got a cycle yeah. helmet with a camera on so which is nice because then we can see like um 
found footage kind of style yeah, yeah. stuff from, from, yeah. from the cycle cam and and it starts to merge um it merged the studio with the graveyard, doesn't it? And, and then, yeah. then you start to see lots of ghosts and then there's like a final jump scare and then that's the end. And and, well, he, it's implied that he he falls from high up in a gallery or, or, or something or back gantry and, 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 and gets killed that way. And I think that mirrors the way that the electrician died. Oh yeah. Oh, that's. that's I think. Okay. That's quite I think that's meant to do that. Narrative, narratively clever, and and because it's very well and intricately written, so that it, it in the um, uh, one point just before the finale, really, we see like a, a, a rehearsal footage, um, pre-recorded segment of like the ending of the the supposed story, and yeah. where, where you see that um, the vicar's been murdered, and yeah. the, there's a disembodied head in the microwave of Reece Shearsmith and then there's some yeah. there's some playing around with that um that's that, that happens down in the janitor's area so it, it, I mean it's a usual like really cleverly written elegant um script I mean I I mean I, I wasn't fooled at all because obviously I recognize Ghostwatch when I see it but but yeah. also what what what, what they're going to do did you watch did you watch the um did you watch live? I presume you did. Um, I actually I watched it on the night. I can't remember that's, whether. That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, I can't remember whether it was exactly live or it was on cat catch up, but it was on the night. But yeah. but but I I knew apparently like twenty percent of people. Yeah, yeah, they lost off fifth of the audience. <laughs> when when it that's... started to look like it had um, technical difficulties. <laughs> the thing uh, I think the genius of that. And I think if you if you really pay attention, you can pick up on it. But the genius of that is that the um, is is them losing the sound because that genuinely does happen. Could yeah. happen. Yeah. And, and apparently, as well, when they looked up again, this was sort of the genesis of this. They 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 originally were discussing doing a straight um, live episode. That that was a, the original sort of plan, uh, and then they they dislike started to dislike that idea because i, th- I think rishi smith said basically yeah it, i think he might have said this on the actual program as well that you know eastenders do it and oh yeah, you know, every, yeah everyone does it now and and also they were a bit concerned that it would have to be done in the studio and therefore it it wouldn't because because all inside number nine is all filmed on location basically pretty much yeah almost all i think i think there are yeah. two that were filmed in a studio but yeah 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 so so yeah so they 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 generally look quite quite good Uh, and actually it's quite telling in this that the the actual sets in the studio don't look quite as good Uh, and that's obviously something they were concerned about about doing a straight episode and then they looked in then they i think they started looking into other live episodes of programs at the number of times that they'd gone wrong and then that led them to this this sort of idea so um Mark Gatiss was in that live version of uh, the Quatermass experiment. Apparently, yeah. the special effects just didn't work at all for that. Well, no. I mean, I did, again, I watched that. But there I was a, there was a bit there was a bit in that as well that that's not remembered. But um, I forget the guy's name. But he is an actor who appeared in Teachers beforehand. He played uh, the the um, reporter in it. 
and and there's a big bit that he just forgets. He just blanks on like a, a quite a big speech, <laughs> uh, and, and it's it's very very awkward. And then in the DVD release, they cut that bit out. So oh, you, unless you saw it at the time, you would never have seen him fluff those lines and, and make a mess of it. <laughs> Luckily, it was it was quite well covered up by the other actor in the scene. Or, or was rescued by that it wasn't covered up because it was quite obvious. Um, but yeah, so no, live TV on. can be really difficult, can't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, it's interesting though that you, you can you've confirmed that it was actually live yeah. because the, 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 I mean, the, there's clearly pre-recorded stuff they've had. They've, they've so, yeah. So so there's there are bits that were pre-recorded. They also. They also had, as with all live TV, live programs, you have to have a backup program, yeah, and, yeah. and a backup plan in case it all goes wrong. So what they had done, there was a filmed dress rehearsal, which um, they could have used if needed, if they needed to. But interestingly enough, by absolute pure coincidence, the Backup program. So if it fails completely and they have to put on a, a, a another program or repeat or whatever, was um, because they were obviously going to show another episode of Inside Night, Number Nine. Was going to be Quiet Night In, and apparently that was just complete coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> so they decided to do that and also have that as the backup program. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there we go. Um, so your 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 views then. Did, what did you think of this? So I I I I think it I I really liked it. Um, I think I think um, I think I was on the on the actual night. I think I was I was initially caught out when the sound went. I was a bit like oh yeah, okay. <laughs> and then the initial kind of uh, continuity announcement. I think again made me think yeah okay. And then and then a little bit of me started to twig. Um, and then once it all sort of kicks off. I think it's I think it's really really good. No, I it was still really good on the on the on the second viewing as well when I watched it. I absolutely but, agree. Yes. And one thing on the continuity announcer that was really clever was that they got they got her to do the intro. Ah yes. <laughs> so, so 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 when it cut back to her, her you, you thought oh, that, generally that's... was the the, the 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 normal continuity announcer and not yeah. an actor. <laughs> And I think it's little details like that and the fact that it was recorded in a studio so they were able to choose, you know, film bits of the studio and, and everything worked in, in that way. Um, I, I think that, that was a, a stroke of genius. And, you know, the, the, what cemented it as well was the, 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 the things like Reese's tweet. Yeah. Now, originally, I did wonder if that was pre-planned because you can also plan tweets. Yeah, but no, he really actually like did it. So when he's sat there on his phone doing the tweet that was him actually doing it and, and um, i remember um he had to not tweet anything else for a few days afterwards yeah yeah, yeah. they both they both he went completely quiet <laughs> I, I do remember um looking on twitter and, and just just generally the way that was all kicking off was was quite quite good fun um i mean what what, what, what it's going to do is catch out people who aren't as familiar with um, 
either ghost stories on TV or or, or inside number nine. So so yeah. and, and those people could be could be yeah, genuinely but, freaked out. And, but, and of course, Ghostwatch had a very famous um, problem with someone who believed yeah. it was real. Uh, but but I think that they were quite and they, they couldn't have had a repeat of that. But they were quite clever. They they didn't say the ghosts coming for you. They were just this no, is, this, no. Is, this is this is related to the studio. You at home, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So the genius of Ghostwatch was that it was a, a, a one great big nationwide seance. Yeah. So we we were all part of it, whereas you're not part of this in any way, really. Um, yeah, I can't. Yeah. No, I, th- I think I think I just think it's I just think it's it's, it's really really good fun. <laughs> yeah. Sorry if I derailed your chain of thought there, but yeah, I think it's really um, good fun as well. And I think it, like I say, I don't want to call it a pastiche of Ghostwatch, but it taps into the same uh, rich vein of uh, creative material. And it's really, it is scary. And it is plausible. And it's much, the, the real, uh, the, the actors playing themselves, I think is just pitch perfect. Whereas I didn't think it was when in, in the, the league film, maybe we'll talk about it. Well, maybe we should cover the league film again because because th- that um see that's an interesting film but it, to me that kind of is one of the, I've, I've got this theory that inside number nine is pemberton and shearsmith's consistent success whereas yeah. before they would start out brilliantly and then it would get uh, they, they would they would go in in some direction that I didn't like. Uh, I mean, yeah. they're, they're, I guess it's because they're always taking risks. But but with Inside Number Nine, I guess you have an episode you either like it or you don't, and then there's a the next episode and it's all reset. Whereas I felt maybe League of yeah. Gentlemen and Psychoville both in the end went in directions I didn't like. Well, I think I think that's that <laughs> with Inside Number Nine because everything is different, isn't it? Each yeah. time, so you, you, you know, you just. If you don't like that episode, well, don't worry. The next week's going to be completely different. And, and I think, I think that it, it really suits them because, um, like I say, that they they're not going to come up with a winning formula and stick to it. They're going to come up with a winning formula and then do something else and then do something else. Yeah. <laughs> it's and almost it, like like David Bowie did. Like like it's like uh, his 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 album, his next album is not going to be anything like his last album. <laughs> so you know you, you either you just have to yeah. go with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, so I'm, I'm such a massive, I mean, I'm a, a really massive fan and I'm really glad that they've had at last the recognition and, and the success, you know, in terms of um, awards and, uh, you know, the, the people that like it really liking it I, I guess whereas not like they've got 20 million viewers for each episode that it's it's not that kind of thing I don't think they'd be interested in that kind of thing yeah. although I guess they both have actually done mainstream act, acting haven't they wasn't it Steve oh, yeah. yeah. Benadorm he's in Whitechapel I love Whitechapel he's in Whitechapel yeah I love that that's really good and um, uh, and uh, Rishi Smith similarly has uh, he, he played a serial killer in some ITV show didn't he yeah, yeah. Um, so they've both done that, but their own written stuff is just a, a bit more. Well, yeah, they can take risks, can't they? I mean, the last season they they did the first episode they did was that, um, what was it called? The, the heist one it was based on a 
traditional form of oh it's um theater the, well, yeah the uh the, the like the, the, the italian that's uh, it yeah um that was brilliant i really loved that yeah. but lots of people really hated it oh i really no, i really I, I did i really like that that's got Patterson and joseph in i thought that was really good. yeah 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 no. I, I love but i love the fact that they could do that you know they've gone right well, let's do that and then if it doesn't work or if it well it did work but if people don't like it well we'll do do something a bit different and you're right like, like, one of them was a, like a football story <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> that was good that was good too they're not they're not all brilliant but but they're all interesting and a lot yeah. of them are brilliant yeah. um so and because we're a horror podcast i think it's worth saying i think well, i've got two two more things to, to, to say actually on this is really i really want to say one is right these are a little bit like um amicus anthology stories in a way they're kind of one yeah. out of play 30 minute um horror story well i mean i think the amicus and other portman 2 horror films that may be a tiny bit shorter than yeah. 30 minutes but it's the same kind of when you get the horror ones that i mean you could put three of them together and have a linking story and you'd yeah. get, you'd have a portman 2 horror film wouldn't you? yeah <laughs> and, um, uh, um, and, and there, um, there are some some i really like they did do uh, another ghost one called science time which which is not bad but you yeah know, but um they, they did a um a, a horror one which is more like um like a gothic rosemary's baby exorcist kind yeah. of thing yeah. called the harrowing with um uh helen mccrory and yeah it was that's a really good one yeah. and um and I, and I watched um stakeout yeah, uh, we watched again recently, and that's like a like a, a police procedural, but it isn't kind of. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's that, and that's so good. That's one of the ones you have to watch twice. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so you know if you you put like those two and obviously our old favourite, the Devil of Christmas, um, put them together with, with, with. I mean, obviously this couldn't Halloween fashion special. special actually couldn't fit into uh no. could it because it's his own no. thing but but <laughs> you know but that could be you could almost have that as sort of like the wraparound story well, oh yeah 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 absolutely. of you would need a bit of adapting just getting back to, <laughs> to that for, for a minute um it's I've, I've often wondered with it do you think they actually had with the story with the phone which was the original thing do you think that they actually had that planned out yeah, I think so because you kind of get because it cuts back into it at some point, isn't it? And it's, and it's Steve Pemberton in the shower, covered in blood, with with uh, you know bits of the vicar or whatever everywhere. Well, I, th- I think they did, um, but I think it's almost a parody. It sort of is, and, it, and, it, and I think that was I think that's what they were worried about when doing it as a straight live episode. But I just wondered if what you thought of that story, where that story was going to go, and how it how it would finish well i just wondered what, what, what your thoughts were on it whether whether they actually had fleshed it out and even if they yes and, and what you and what you thought that that's that the, the sort of twist or whatever that story was well well i i mean i think the head in the microwave and the fact he'd murdered the vicar might have been close to it but there might have been there'd probably be another twist involving stephanie cole's character who was obviously the nice old um yeah, well, she clearly friend. knew 
I mean, she yeah. clearly knew something, didn't she? She was clearly she she kept getting details wrong when talking to him on the phone. Yeah, she said about uh, her husband and then earlier on an earlier phone call he he, he had passed away. Yes, before. Yeah, exactly. And, and so there's that, and it and it sort of seemed like the vicar knew something a bit about something. So I think going there, on. there would have been a twist with um, based on. Stephanie Cole's character, and I know, and I'm absolutely sure, Shear Smith and Pemberton know exactly how that episode would really have looked because <laughs> yeah. they'd, they'd had to have worked that out before oh, wrapping yeah. the rest of it around it. But are they ever going to tell us? No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I always thought there was something a bit. I, I don't know why. I always thought there might be some sort of cover involved in it. Oh. I could kind of see it that way. I can't remember if there's just something the vicar says. But yeah. No, maybe they'll revisit it on maybe on a future Halloween special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they won't because I think the actual, probably the story they, they, they originally had probably wasn't that good. So, so um, I've got another another thing I've got to say, which is yeah. this is actually pretty similar to The Dead Room, which is the the Mark Gatiss ghost story for Christmas, which yeah. I think was actually the same year, wasn't it? 2018? Yeah, quite possibly, yeah. I, I mean, that might not be true, but it, it was it, it, yeah. similar period. But that's also set in a haunted studio. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, so it, that's kind of a much more straight, kind of um that's probably a bad word actually but it's much more of a um uh, mr james style ghost story which has been updated for a modern sensibility yeah yeah yeah. um and and i think we talked about that when we did the the special episode on mark gatiss ghost stories for christmas yeah and uh, it's it's interesting how they both uh I say both, all three of them, but two sets of uh, <laughs> creators really uh, yeah. aligned on a quite a similar story, but then the approaches are wildly different based yeah, on yeah. Uh, Pemberton and Shearsmith and they like in Ghost Watch and stuff. And, and obviously, Mike Gatiss loving the. <laughs> I'm not saying they don't all love Ghost Watch and all love the MR James ones, yeah, but obviously, yeah. he's gone particularly down the MR James route. <laughs> well, I, I think it's a level that, that, that they, they all still talk to each other because. Um, although the the Mark Gatiss message uh, wasn't real, wasn't what's that? But they, the League of Gentlemen WhatsApp group is apparently a real thing where they all talk to each other quite often. And they did, they did of course do some specials, didn't they? And that was actually yeah. quite good. I quite like that. <laughs> yeah, the League of Gentlemen specials. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, it's, it's just a WhatsApp group they have all four of them, and they will just keep in touch that way. So, and I do know, still really good friends. I, I have heard that Mark Gatiss is finally making an appearance in Inside Number Nine, Series Seven. I think, oh, I, okay. I think I, I heard that. I don't want to, that could be a massive lie, but it could also, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure I saw that. Um, and that would be, that will be awesome. And wouldn't it be awesome if that's a ghost story or a horror story for yeah. this, yeah. this season? Right. And, uh, you know, I've run out of things to say. Yeah, me too. So, <laughs> so maybe one of our shorter episodes and uh, maybe our, our listeners will be glad of that <laughs> so, <laughs> um, 
yeah. So, uh, any 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 final words? Ooh. I mean, not 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 threatening to murder you. I'm saying, how would you like to sign off with anything? <laughs> I, I don't think there's anything else to, to add to this. I've got to add to this. Um, oh, but I've forgotten what our Gmail address is. So maybe you could remind me. So I could remind you of that. Pretty um, smooth, eh? Pretty. That was that was that was terrible. But there we go. <laughs> so yeah, so if you want to. <laughs> You can obviously contact us to talk about this or anything else. Um, On Facebook, where we're a very British horror, um, via email, where we're a very British horror at gmail.com, or on Twitter, where we're at very Brit Horror. So let us know what you think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I think all that remains then is to say that until we meet again, have a very happy Halloween if it's still Halloween. If it's not Halloween, I hope your Halloween was nice. And, um, you know, I hope you listen to future episodes on the day of release because, you know. Yeah. And, <laughs> and if you're listening to this before Halloween, then I'm suddenly very scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get out of my garden. <laughs> yeah. Go away. You're obviously outside the door listening, listening in. Uh, anyway. But as you can well know, because you can see in your, um, your, your, your through your binoculars, <laughs> I've been Chris Denton. And I'm still Paul Mark. Good night. Bye.